my name's Diana and my name's Amanda and welcome back to the Get Into The Books podcast where we review books and explore authors. In this episode we'll be reviewing our third book. As you all know we love self-help books. We sure do. That's right and today we'll be reviewing a book by Kubra Springer called I Am My Brand and How to Build Your Brand Without Apology. Ooh sounds powerful already. Sure does. <laughs> so let's get into the author a bit. So Kubi Springer is a brand specialist, speaker, author, and she's also the founder of She Builds Brands. Now, I didn't know who Kubi Springer was at all. I just came across her when I was doing book research for the podcast, and I like the title of the book. Yeah, so just like Amanda mentioned, I didn't know who she was too. Amanda actually recommended her book to me. I would say I got to know a bit more about her as I was reading the book about what she does and who she is and she's worked with a category of well-known clients and you know it was really impressive and also one thing that I was really amazed by is the fact that she was actually an intern for P. Diddy so like let's just talk about the reason why we are reviewing this book and the reason why we actually picked up the book to read it so for me I'd say other than the title it was just about looking for a book that could help me develop as a person and also mm. help me with any business ventures I plan on getting into yeah I thought this would be a good book to read not just for the podcast but also for any form of positive self-development yeah so you know how to put my girl d on to check it out <laughs> and that. at the time i saw the book i was just at a stage where i wanted to be more productive mm-hmm. work on myself and look at different ways i could develop any projects i was working on yeah. so when i saw the book i just thought this is looking like a bit of me right now <laughs> and then the more research i did on her the more i was intrigued to see what i'd get out of the book what about you yeah so for me the title actually resonated with my current situation as i have multiple businesses okay Um, girl (laughs) so um as branding is important in today's economy because as a personal brand i am the most important selling point of my services and products i was definitely excited to read this because in business you must constantly learn because there's always room for growth right yeah and also the fact that she is a brand expert so i just knew that i could definitely trust all her tips and advice that she's given in the books in order to take me to the next level 100% as we unravel more about the author we learn what her journey was like how it helped her become the woman she is today and how her lessons could help us so let's just start with what chapter would you say stood out to you the most um, I would say the chapter that stood out the most is definitely chapter one, just because I could relate more, even though in other chapters there were parts where I could also relate, but I feel like they were more educational for me yeah. as I was learning so many new things that I never knew regarding branding, like all the elements linked to it and the terminology used in branding. No, I agree. And for me, it was definitely chapter one too. I loved it. Not only because it captivated me, but simply because of the subjects she touched on. Yeah. I would say chapter one solely focuses on new as a person it definitely and then does. you know yeah later on in the book she talks about branding so yeah, yeah. You guys know me and my quote. Uh, <laughs> so she started the chapter with a quote. For the woman that believes that she can and the woman that believes that she can't, they are both right. If you believe you can win, then you can. Yeah. And I love this because this is a mindset I've adapted lately because the mind is powerful. Um, I believe in myself more often than not. Yeah. And of course, we all have those down days where we just don't feel like, you know, we're good enough. But... I don't give it much energy or time as I used to because then it will start to act on my life. Yeah. A lot of successful people actually all have something in common and that is that they believe in themselves and their dreams and I believe in myself and everything that I'm doing. As you should. To touch upon that, one of the things she talks about is her gremlins Mm. and that's the nickname Kubi gives 
It's basically the feelings of doubt, fear, uncertainty, rejection, basically anything that associates with something negative. So let me ask you, what would you say are your gremlins? So yeah, she does mention feeling like an imposter. And I want to talk about imposter syndrome because it is actually the enemy of progress. I could say, for example, even like doing this podcast, reviewing books, sometimes it has me feeling like, do I even qualify to do this? Really? Yeah, because I always feel like, you know, there's people who have read more books than me or have more knowledge about books. Yeah. But it's just something like, I just... It's just something that I enjoy, so and I'm doing well with it. So yeah, yeah. I've programmed myself not to compare myself with others because if I did, then we wouldn't have started this. <laughs> yeah, so what about you? I would say it's the voice of doubt for me. Mm. For example, I plan a lot of projects I would like to do or even create. Yeah. Every time I get an idea, there's always a voice of what if. Mm. And then ugh, my overthinking child, like, I can overthink till that kingdom comes. <laughs> but I'm working on it. Yeah. But I basically just overthink up until the point where I don't want to do it anymore because of fear. Mm. But, you know, I want to live my life knowing that I tried something rather than live a life full of regrets. Mm. So sometimes taking that risk is good because it could better my future. Yeah. So I just work on brushing off those thoughts. When it comes to our own personal gremlins, yeah. I feel like it's something we shouldn't be ashamed of. Yeah. Like we're only human. We're not perfect. Mm. Because even the people you look up to have had one of these moments. But you need to have that mentality to shake it off. Mm. When you look at some of your favorite celebrities or people you're inspired by or look up to, yeah. within their journey... They have faced many rejections, possibly Absolutely. no points. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they took this and used it to keep going. And that's why many of them are where they are today. Just to add on to that, actually going back to imposter syndrome, another thing that I realised about myself is that I'm a self-taught fashion designer. And sometimes I feel like, hmm, should I really go on that path? Because people actually study for that. People, you know, yeah. actually go to uni and get qualifications for that. And sometimes I just think to myself, will I even like become that? Because looking at other people, they are probably more experienced than me. And yes, I was obviously taught myself and these people were taught by professionals. So, but yeah. do you know what it is? The mm. people that usually have that gift naturally, like you mm. said, you usually teach yourself. They usually come out of it thriving because yeah. it was a God-given gift. Yeah. And a lot of the times you don't need to study these days to yeah. do what you want. If you have it, you can just do it. Absolutely. And she also actually mentioned in her book that as much as, you know, people have fears about other things some people do actually have fear of succeeding which was a bit like you know I don't know how what to say like what do you think about that I feel like there have been days where I've actually been scared Mm -hmm. but not because I don't think I'm gonna make it Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie that that has come to my head once but Mm -hmm. you know when you want to succeed so bad yeah so it's just that I have to make it because I don't want to be in this position anymore and I know I'm working hard so Mm -hmm. if all of this goes down the drain yeah I'm just gonna feel like rubbish yeah but that's why it's very important to have a strong mentality because when you want to dream of something big and fear comes over you I think that's a good thing because you're thinking out the box mm. and as long as you focus have a positive mindset I don't doubt that you won't make it at all what a- about you absolutely so for me yeah I do I do believe that there are people that will have fear of failing and fear of succeeding for me I definitely I think it's both for me yeah because sometimes I always feel like you know like with this sometimes I feel like oh my god we're gonna get way too big to a point where like I might have to do things that are like outside my comfort zone yeah I get so yeah yeah, I'll definitely agree with that statement so what I found interesting in the book is a story that Kubi Springer mentioned. Mm. And some of you may have heard this story before. I came across it online before reading the book. Yeah. It was by a professor called Shrikmaru. I hope I'm saying his name right. 
Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's called The Dog or the Wolf. And to brief it, it's basically about a young man who is about to enter adulthood and he goes to see a medicine man as it's part of their tradition. And the medicine man said, here is the dog. It represents love, joy, positivity, kindness, and faith. Here is the wolf. It represents hate, pain, negativity, cruelty, and fear. Both dog and wolf live inside of you and they are fighting. The young man asks, who is going to win? And the medicine man responds, whichever one you choose to feed. So who are you feeding, friend? (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like, um, I'm going to be realistic here. I feel like I feed both to an extent. Negative bias can take over my life. As humans, our brains are more leaning towards negative thoughts anyway. But I've been challenging this by adapting the three to one positive uh, ration, where I think about at least three positive things to overcome one negative. Usually I'll think about three good things that has happened during the day, And I feel like it really helps me. And another thing that I practice is my mantras in my mind. I feel like it helps guide my thoughts to the right frame of mind. And my favorite one that I repeat over and over again in my head is, I am that B-I-T-C-H. Okay, girl. Period. (laughs) That's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. (laughs) Mary Had a Little Lamb. But yeah, what about you? I'll be so honest with you. Um, Just like you, I feed both. Mm. Not because I want to, but when it comes to feeding the wolf, I feel like I do it subconsciously. You know, whether it's by my actions or just my thoughts. And over the years, I've tried to teach myself to feed my dog because that would have more of a positive impact in my life. And let me just ask you this. If you have been feeding your wolf, Mm. how better could you feed your dog? Um, I would say one thing that I do is I write things down. So I write how I feel. And another thing that has helped me is that I go for walks whenever I'm having these thoughts, you know, whenever I'm feeding the wolf, as she says in the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I try to take walks. I speak to people that uplift my energy, like, you know, positive people that yeah. always speak live into me. And actually, I am a Christian, so I listen to a lot of like Bible stories or like sermons. What about you? So I would say I try to feed my dog daily by speaking positive things, praying, listening to motivational podcasts to Mm. do with self-help. Les Brown and Stephen Furtick are personal favourites of mine. Do you know about them? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, and even when something bad happens, I try not to focus too much on the negative and just try to find the positive in any situation that I'm in. So that's how I would say I feed my dog. What would you say you've taken from the book as you was reading it? I would say I've taken a lot from this book, from all the elements and assets needed to build a brand, to stories about how well-known brands came up with their brands was very insightful, especially as a self-taught fashion designer. Reading about how big fashion brands started with identifying their brand was really helpful. And actually, reading these actually made me feel a bit like a genius. (laughs) Why is that? Albert Einstein? (laughs) Because I'm going to talk a bit about, you know, chapter two and how it links to what I'm going to talk about. So, you know, the story of me having to change my clothing brand name, right? Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I've never researched nothing about Nike, even though like someone has recommended the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I've never purchased it or even researched about the book, but it's in my books to read list. So in the process of changing my name, I was really upset because I was thinking, what could I name it? Mm. I decided to search the meaning of Diana or Diane in French because all I knew is that my dad named me after Princess Diana because he mm. loved her. This Diana, <laughs> do you know Princess Diana was my mom's best friend? <laughs> Trust me, my dad loved her, so he, he gave me, the princess, the name. Okay, girl. 
And you are not so, a princess. <laughs> yeah, so after I did that research, the meaning Diana actually came from a Roman goddess. So I researched another name for goddess and that's how I came up with the name of my clothing brand, which coming soon, so you guys will know all about it. Um, so as I was reading the book, I've come to find out that Nike is named after a Greek goddess of victory. I'm sorry, but I just feel like, no, it, it's in a sense where like, it's a coincidence. It's a, yeah, that's it. So for me to see how like they started their brand and how they came up with the name and how I was also able to do the same is like, it kind of just puts everything in perspective. But yeah, moving on from that, I've also taken away the real meaning of branding because before I thought it meant like a reputation or an image that you hold for your business. It's actually an emotional connection with your target audience. So it's less about what you want and more to do with how your audience can relate to you. Yeah. I feel like what I've taken from the book is that I've learned a lot from the book about branding on a deeper level that I didn't know existed. Knowing how big brands have started and evolved over the the years, Mm. it's filled me with knowledge of how I could start my own brand. And it's really inspired me. I really enjoyed the exercises in the books. And I learned more about myself in order for me to build my personal brand and business brand. What I like about Kubi is that she talks about her journey. She shows how it has made her who she is today. Mm -hmm. With everything she went through, she learned that building a brand was more than just about the appearance yeah it's about values mm-hmm. promise experience what you stand for and who you are trying to impact mm-hmm. all the vital tools you need to build your brand i feel like she touches upon it and she mentions them personally i can't wait to start putting these into actions i also love the fact that she not only spoke about her own experiences but other women in the book and one of the women that stood out to me was iman she was a businesswoman and supermodel. She was invited to New York to shoot on the front cover of Vogue. And within that time period, she discovered that none of her makeup artists had any foundation in her color. She said that it made her look grayish. And then she used the initiative to start mixing the different foundations to match her own skin tone. I like the fact that she said, I had to be my own brand. If they don't know how to make it look right, I will make it right for them. As some of you know, she later came up with a cosmetic line in 1994 and it sold 12 million in the first year. And what I liked about her story is that she didn't let that barrier stop her mm. from achieving what she wanted out of it. She mm. saw it as this is an issue within the industry. I'm going to fix it. And she did that. Mm. And I'm going to be like you, Dee, and close this with this quote because <laughs> I really love it. When you start to understand the power in your history and take ownership of the journey, you can use it to your advantage. By seeing the gem in what would appear to be the struggles, you can create impactful brand messages and compelling brand stories. You know what? I actually worked for Iman's Cosmetic. Really? Yeah, I worked there, I think, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. I saw that her brand was very impactful because I witnessed the impact it made when I was working there. And I saw a lot of black women, as soon as they would enter the department, they would come straight to our counter because, you know, her products did cater to black women. Yeah. And I could see that it made them happy. Also, I really realize how it's made an impact in the makeup industry because now every makeup brand are catering to black women or darker skin tone yeah and i feel like she's paved the way for many black women such as rihanna to start their own cosmetic line such as fenty beauty so to summarize everything what would you rate the book out of 10 i would rate it a 9.5 mm-hmm. out of 10 because overall it was a very good read I love how she engaged with the readers throughout by adding images such as charts, infographs, and she also shared some interesting stories and facts, scenarios, and kept it very real about her own experiences. And lastly, I felt like I was writing in my planner with all the questions and answers exercise that she had. 
and I was able to get a clear understanding of how to build a brand. Matter of fact, I actually felt like I was building a brand as I turned every page because all the instructions that was given, I was following it through and I was writing down everything. So yeah, what about you? I would give this book a 9 out of 10. I would say that it is very detailed and she literally teaches you about your own branding step by step. Now brace yourselves because this is a lengthy book. So if you don't like long books, I don't know if this will be for you. Personally, I do like lengthy books as long as it keeps me captivated as I read on. I love how she engages with her readers. It's like she's right there with you being your mentor there are sections in the book that are left blank for you to fill out and it's really good because you actually do end up filling them out as you go i believe that those who decide to read the book will feel left with a lot of inspiration and knowledge and i would recommend this to those who need guidance on how to start or build their brand so before we end there, I just wanted to talk about the book blurb, which I find really interesting. So at the back, there's testimonials where I feel like they're very persuading. If I was to walk into a bookstore and I came across this book, the title alone would definitely be eye-catching because yeah. obviously I have businesses or for other people that have businesses or just want to build their brand. But the testimonials at the back would be the selling point because it's from people that work for well-known brands and companies such mm. as Starbucks, Facebook and Adidas. So guys, with that being said, we've come to the end of our podcast and I hope you've enjoyed it. And we have a question for our listeners, which is, if you were a brand, what brand would you be and why? Be sure to let us know on our Instagram at getintothebooks or you can email us on our email at getintothebooks at gmail.com. If you are an author or an upcoming author and would like us to review your book, you are more than welcome to email us too. Be sure to keep a lookout for our next episode where we will be reviewing another book. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. So stay tuned and get into the books. Bye.